Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Not getting enough Triple M footy? Or did you miss something and need to go back and have another listen? Get the Triple M NRL podcast. It's available right now on the Triple M NRL app. Sunday, a day to worship. Worship a small egg-shaped ball. Oh, no, he drops the ball. Just as long as I'm here in your arms, I could be in no better place. I've got to respect the ball. You're simply the best. Long live the weekend. Long live rugby league. Woo! Oh, you got to love your rugby league. Two, three, four. With you on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the Triple M Sunday Sydney. And welcome back to it right across Australia, right through North Queensland, down into the beautiful city of Brisbane, over the border into New South Wales, down into the Riverina and via the Triple M NRL app right around the world. We're doing it for Bryden's Lawyers. Now the scores so far this round, Roosters 24, Dragons 16, Warriors 26, Manly 22, South 28, Broncos 10. The Broncos have now lost 10 of 11 since we returned from COVID. Storm 41, Dogs 10. Penrith 28, Raiders 12. Knights 44, Tigers 4. Right now, the Gold Coast Titans lead the Cowboys 4-0. 10 gone. Those scores are thanks to tyre power. Uh, get up to $150 cash back on selected BF Goodrich tyres. Gordon Tallis, Paul Kent, James Hooper and Maroon. Now uh, we've got some just some catch-up of some rugby league news around the place. We used to call him Two Scoops Hoops because He's got all the info. He knows what's going on around the place. Something that has got us all a little bit confused. Hoops, uh, COVID of abu- COVID of COVID abusers. COVID spit it out. Tin tonsils. You got to. there in the end. COVID, COVID abusers. abusers. What about them? Who's in lockdown? Who's been fined? Yep. Yada yada yada. Wayne Bennett's at home at the moment, not far from you in Chifley, somewhere down around. Well, you weren't supposed to give his address. Well, away, I didn't give anyway. his address away. No, no, okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's down in. Uh, God's country. Eastern Sydney. Mm. And uh, I think he's got his mask on at the moment. He's probably sitting back in the rocking chair. He might be, might have the pipe out or something like that. And When you say mask on, what's he, like a well, gimp he mask? Well, he's face masks. Right. <laughs> so he's Did you just say a gimp mask? <laughs> well, yeah, oh. he said a gimp mask and I said he might have the pipe, pipe out. out. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Well, Wayne's obviously in his 70s and yeah. he's been told he's got to remain in isolation right. at home now for the next couple of weeks. So he's just sitting back in the And he gets sent down, down to get chair. him a kebab. He's having a an herbal tea. He might be sending out for a kebab, perhaps. Yeah, menu log. He might have seen that Snoopy Dog ad. You like that. Did somebody say? So two weeks for Wayne, mm-hmm. then two weeks today. This was the real doozy for me, Tavita Pangai. So we have clarified it. You are allowed to go to the barber and get a haircut, but that wasn't the issue. Tavita had already had a haircut. He looked pretty sharp on Friday night. Uh, the issue for him was that he was hanging out um, with a bunch of bikies when the cops decided to rock up. And so as a result of that, uh, he's now also been rubbed out mm. For a fortnight, as if the Broncos don't need that, like yeah. a hole in the head. Mm. Uh, further to that, you got Paul Vaughan as well, who was pinched down at the South Coast Cafe. Uh, he's served one match, he's got to serve another match, and then he'll be avail- available again round 14. Um, so there's plenty going on, Anthony. Anthony Seabold also Anthony in. Anthony Seabold mm-hmm. as well, that's obviously family Alfie. related. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Alfie Langer. Alfie, I've got to say on this one with Alfie, I know he's broken the rules, but I actually reckon. 
it's a little bit un-Australian. It's a little bit wrong if Alan Langer, of all yeah. people, who is a champion of the game and an icon of rugby league, and there's a statue statue of him outside Suncorp Stadium, if Alfie can't go to the Caxton on his birthday... On a pr- in a private yeah, there's something. I no, I know what you're going to say. Rules are rules, rules, I know. But which but, birthday was he? Well, was about, a month. I was about to say, you know Alfie well. He yeah. does. He not, well, he no, not, he I think his birthday's on the 31st of... July, yeah, uh, same is, day as Nathan I, I, Brown. I must say, Gordon, I actually checked. Because I thought it's the 30th of every month and he I, gives himself f- February yeah. off. <laughs> because <laughs> every time you go out with him, he says it's his birthday. Previously, yeah, and he is one of the kings right. of, of saying that it's his birthday when in actual fact he's just got you in and he wants to go and have a night out. It's right. my birthday, let's laugh. go out and you yeah. can buy me a beer. <laughs> yeah. So Alfie's also, yeah, he he's in lockdown as well and a couple of the other Broncos coaching staff too. So I tell you what, it's really tough yeah. times for that club at the moment, uh, your good friend Peter Gentle, who was at South Sydney, is yeah. now the mm-hmm. interim head coach. Yes, please be gentle. Please be gentle on the He's Brisbane Broncos. gentle son. Yeah. And uh, there's another one, gentle family. They're all involved in rugby league. I've David and Tony. David. Two yeah, brothers. Dave's a great fella. Yeah, very good. I, um, play, with, I play with them. Oh, did you? David, yeah. David Gentle. David, Peter, mm. Tony. Yeah, Ken coach. David used to value houses and that. He had to come around and value my joint once. <laughs> oh, cha Years and years ago. Threw some coins. Anyway, um, moving right along. What, 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 did, what did cash in at the little Oh, mate, it was like 1997. Half, it was it? like 1997. I think you buy a house in Sydney for about 100 grand. Mm. You know? Tell you what, hasn't the price of inflation helped you out since then? Mate, I don't know where you're going with this, but... It's in, your segment, mate. You exactly. Just, you just throw so me the let questions. Me, and you, you're the one and, who decided to go off orienteering about the bloke who valued your house. And then, but what about you? The stupidest thing I've heard in 30-something years of radio is Alfie Langer's above the law. He shouldn't get... He shouldn't get quarantined for having a beer on his I'm not, birthday. I'm not saying he was I mean, above where the did law. you get your journalist I'm, I'm license out saying, of the cornflakes I'm, packet? I'm not saying, yes, I'm not saying that Alfie's above the law, but there is something a little bit un Australian when Alfie's getting pinched for going to the Caxton. Can we get someone? What's the guy from the St. George Leader doing? Can we get him in? <laughs> Brad the little stuff. The little Dave Bugle. Hello to Dave Carlson, too. Bugle. Can we get yeah. Dave Carlson in? That's where I did my apprenticeship, yeah. the cadetship down the little really? Bay Bugle. You wouldn't get a start there, mate. <laughs> All right. Now, what about Caxton? Cowboys coaching candidates. Uh, there's plenty of them, but there's a few been ruled out. So John Cartwright's the latest name um, that's come to the fore. Obviously, Todd Payton's also heavily in the mix there. Anthony Grivens is also uh, on the shortlist. Uh, but there's a few who've ruled themselves out over the course of the last 24, 48 hours. Jason Rolls, who was at the Melbourne Storm, highly regarded assistant coach. He's ruled himself do, out. I, yep. He's, do they rule themselves out when they get told that? Or when <laughs> that's they get a very a good that... question, Gordon. No, I think in Rolls's instance, uh, if he was available, he would be a fair income candidate. But uh, he's decided he wants to stick to his guns and pursue that opportunity overseas working under Eddie Jones with the English Rugby Union. So, Rolls, he'll be going down that road. Is Kevy still – he was keen initially, Gordon. Is he still – well, I still... don't know. Do you know what? I, I haven't spoke to Kevy for a couple of weeks. Um, the only thing I'll say about the Cowboys is um, the area's a bit like Newcastle. You know how Wayne was the best coach on the market or the biggest name and he went there, and sometimes they don't fit. North Queensland's that – so that area. Club. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like the guy's got to be in the community. Like if he's okay. not in the community and goes to the shops and talks to everybody, to, he, mate, he will turn them off quicker than, you know, bloody putting milk in the hot sun. So what do you got to look or for like up there, Gordy? Uh, oh, well, obviously like a great coach, but 
Yeah, I mean, like, then that's the first and foremost because – but I think that it's got to be one that wants to fit into the community as well because it is a very much a community-based – Base side, but it's not hard to. Okay, well, how, how hard is it to fit into the community? No, because like, some people do? are arrogant and don't want to do it. <laughs> Give everyone a hug when you wouldn't be able to do no. it. Then Paul, oh, well, here we go, Paul. Because <laughs> no, mate, because Ricky's gone back to mate. mate no because Ricky's gone. <laughs> Ricky's gone back to the Raiders, and hasn't he got you know, made sure that the players are right back into the community and stuff like that? I think that it's bigger than coaching. You know, just the footy side. So I think they've got to get that side of it, and it's something that not every coach wants to do, Paul. Yeah, they talk about certain clubs. <laughs> You've got to understand the fabric of the club. You look at Ricky. What's, what are you so amused Mate, at, I Anthony? don't know what drugs you take on a Saturday evening, but I hope they're legal because, fair dinkum, you are off Mate, your scone, one, crazy John. You were the one, right? <laughs> you were the one who has concocted this segment, and now you're yeah. turning it around and trying to blame me. Yeah. You hopped off orienteering with your mate who used to value houses <laughs> that once upon a time was one of the gentle family, and now you're turning the guns on me. Leave me alone, you pelican, you pollute. This is your segment, you imbecile. Oh. And now you want to try and throw me right. under the bus. Where were the we? Fascination, listen, Where? and the fascination with guys. Can we get Can you some more this? Prozac, please? Fair dinkum. <laughs> All right. And I've got nothing against Jason Rolls and um, Craig Fitzgibbon and that. If I was coaching at this, if this, I was coaching at Roosters, just to get back to coach here. Oh, there's a full conversation going on here. Yeah. Well, I'm staying on track, Paul. Yeah, no, you're going to be assistant the, coach. The, yeah, the yeah. remarkable It'll thing the is you're the one bloke that's staying on topic. <laughs> that's the miracle of all this. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, anyway. Can I just, no, before we go. No, no, let's let him finish uh, off. Yeah, sorry. Say your point, Gordon. <laughs> He's finally making a point. You've, just, you've stopped him. If I was coaching, right, and I could be the worst coach ever, and if I was coaching at the Melbourne Storm, I would have won competitions. If I was assistant coach at the Roosters, mm. I'd be winning competitions. Yeah, that's the point. You know, I, I, you know, I think assistant coaches. I think they got to go and, you know, coach a, you know, reserve grade side, or like I'd be going over to England. I think that's the new place where you go get coaches. I believe. All right, that have, that have been in charge of a whole organisation. I think Justin Holbrook is showing that. Just to try and add a little bit of credibility to this completely nonsensical <laughs> segment that you've designed, Anthony, uh, Lachlan Lewis, the Bulldogs halfback, is looking at a couple of weeks on the sidelines from that game. Yep. Uh, yesterday he's hit with a pair of high tackle charges by the match review committee, so he'll have a decision to make whether he wants to try and fight them or not. All right, finally, Paul McGregor. We hear now after another three losses uh, that it is well and truly over now for Paul. Who do you think might take over there at Wynn Stadium? I think uh, most likely Dean Young. He's a logical uh, person for the job. He's already a member of the coaching staff now. A lot of this hinges around Shane Flanagan and Kenty. We spoke about this on NRL 360 uh, last week. Now, there's a lot of talk at the moment that in all likelihood, Shane Flanagan will probably try and put a submission to the NRL uh, to have his ban further reduced so he would be allowed to return as a head coach next season. At the moment, um, he's forbidden from doing that until 2022. Uh so if the NRL, they're in the appetite for – they've had an appetite for bending the rules lately, a little bit like yourself, Anthony, <laughs> when you're at the Cardoma Cafe or down at some of those other venues. Sugar Reef. Some of those other establishments you frequent. Um, so they are in the mood for doing that lately. They've shown it with young Joseph Suwali that it looks as though the age limit restriction is going to be relaxed there. So if Flano was to be 
allowed to return, then he would be a logical appointment. Uh, but if it's not Flano, then I would think somebody like Dean Young, who's already on the mm-hmm. coaching staff at the Dragons. Okay, well done, Hoops. Uh, Paul Kent, Gordon Tallis. And it's 4-0 the Gold Coast lead the Cowboys on the tyre power scoreboard. When we come back, Nathan Brown has a brand new job as the head coach of the Warriors. Gus Gould has some involvement too. We're going to talk about that as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday's Inbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. The Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. And the Titans lead the Cowboys 8-0 with 17 minutes till uh, half time on that game in Queensland. Titans 8, North Queensland 0. Gordon Tallis, Paul Kent, James Hooper and Maroon. And, of course, another member of our team, Nathan Brown, has recently signed on to coach the New Zealand Warriors for three years and uh, initially telling us, boys, Hoops, that he wasn't uh, really keen on the job. He wasn't interested in the job, but all of a sudden now he's got the job with Gus Gould overseeing a few things. Yeah, you had him up on the hoist, didn't you? I did, yes. Probably about four or five weeks ago and you just continued to get the cattle prod and had the barbecue on and you were hammering and peppering him. I thought you thought with George Negus for um, a, a minute there. But, no, look, Brownie, he has accepted the job. Uh, essentially, the deal was done uh, over the course of a couple of days uh, during the week, um, and he'll start as of November. But already he's identifying in the paper today uh, players that he wants to target, and it's names like Kane Evans from the Eels. There's a English centre uh, who plays in the UK Super League called Oliver Gildart, plays for Wigan. Uh, he's going to have a crack at him. Ewan Aitken at the Dragons, possibly Jack DeBellin at the Dragons, pending the outcome of his court case, and Adam Elliott as well. Mm. So I like what he's doing. I really, I really like that list of players he's put together. Uh, I tell you what's going to be an interesting conundrum. Let me let me ask you guys this: Would Warriors fans prefer to see a team full of New Zealand-born uh, players who are mid-table as they have been for so many years, as they are right now, or would they prefer to see a team that has a healthy dose of uh, Australian-raised players who uh, then have them sitting top four, mm. top three? Yeah. Oh, and no, winning regularly. No doubt, Kendi. I think uh, success is, is what all supporters are after. And if you look at when the Warriors made grand finals in 2002 and also 2011, uh, there was a huge wave of support that came out for them over here and across yeah. um, the Tasman in NZ as well. So, yeah, no question. I, I don't think it matters um, yeah, if Brownie so does go and target some more players who predominantly have either been born in Australia or based in Australia, in the case of an Oliver Gildart, you know, he's a rising centre um, for the Wigan Warriors over in the UK Super League. I don't think it would be an issue. Well, they've always had an, uh, like a, obviously a great like for having their own players and that's a source of pride for them and all that. I've always been questioning of that, saying that I think they need more junior players who come through this, the Australian junior system so they're a little bit more battle-hardened by the time they get to NRL level. I think in, in the New Zealand junior leagues, talent basically carries them through, whereas in the Australian junior leagues, you've got to have a certain element of toughness as well. Mm. Uh, and I think that's what they lack when they get to that NRL level, that, that ability to stay in the fight. I, was, I thought it was interesting, Todd Payton talking during the week. He's talking about the one of the things that he, he talked about is, is having pure footballs at the club. And, and he needs, they need more of that. They need blokes who, 
He said, because they don't watch enough vision. They don't watch enough footy just off their own bat. They don't grow up watching it. They don't watch it in their spare time like we all do because mm. we just love the game. Mm. They play their game and then that's it. But he said what that's created is a, a lack of awareness often for game-type situations. So their game management's poor. So if they lose by 12 with 10 to go, rather than just kick to the corners and make it difficult for the opposition to score, they still play their razzle-dazzle footy. They still try to play the way they want to play come up with an error in, in bad ball position, in, uh, field position, then obviously that puts the, brings the other team back into the competition. That's that's cursed the Warriors, I think, from day one. There's mm. been the odd year when they've been able to get that out of the game, and whenever they have, they've always been very successful. Mm. And I think that's why I like what Nathan Brown doing with this list of players he's identified. They're just tough blokes. Mm. They're, they're, they're just grinders and winners, and they'll get out there, and they've got, you know, obviously blokes like DeBellin have got that little bit of class as well. But they're tough guys and they can get out and they'll get in the, the, the arm wrestle, which is a phrase I don't like to use, but they'll get into that with, with the opposition and that'll get them going through. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's really shown the, the already the value of getting someone like Brown in. Mm. Paul, I, I reckon they just want their club to win. I think if you look at the NRL, and I don't want to pick on the Roosters, how many local juniors do they have? How many local juniors well, were in the North Queensland Cowboys? How many local juniors in the North Queensland Cowboys when they won? Yeah, I mean, but I think you always want your club to win. I think that's the first point. And from my understandings, I think that the Warriors are trying to push to get, you know, like an underage team over here playing in the flag or the jersey flag or something like that, aren't they? So then, because every time they'd go to sign a young kid, well, they'd go play for the Bulldogs or they'd go play for Parramatta because they always wanted to play in the NRL. They didn't want to sit in the local competition in the war- um, over there in Auckland. So I think if they can tick those boxes, have a side out here, then all those young kids get to play against NRL-based kids. Um, and I think they just, that um, Brownie will just pick the best side. I don't think that you can pick on, you know, whether they're a Kiwi or an Aussie or a Cook Islander or a Samoan. You've just got to pick the right person for the job. Yeah, and he's got a, some good players there, or they've just re-signed that Eli Katoa, Eliasa Katoa for a few years. Jazz Tavunga's playing some good footy. Obviously, he's got Mamalo and he's got uh, Fusatua uh, and he's got Roger Tuovasa-Shek. So, he, hasn't, he hasn't got Mamalo and Fusatua at the moment. But no, he hasn't got it at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, th- that's a whole other thing too, Hoops. Now, now we're starting to talk about what if the COVID thing starts to affect into next year? What will the Warriors do? Well, I know how much you've got your finger on the pulse, Anthony, and you're as usual, you're a step ahead of the game. There is big talk at the moment that the Warriors are going to be based out here for all of the off next season. season. Right. No, for all right. of next year. Mm. There are talks going on at the moment about, okay, if they do go back to New Zealand, like New Zealand's in this great position where they've had a zero infection rate in terms of coronavirus for I think it's more than a month now. So they don't have any cases. And as a result of that, they're obviously reluctant to allow a team to be travelling over to Australia where there are still existent cases and it is still an issue that everybody's trying to manage um, and then have them returning home to New Zealand all the time. So there have been talks going on for about the past month now about the prospect of basing the Warriors at Terrigal mm. full-time for right. 12 months wow. next year. It's a big exercise because I think it costs about $100,000 a week wow. to, to, to keep them there in, in expensive those resort rent. facilities. It and, is. and then I suppose they would obviously Didn't have to... make his eyes light up? <laughs> that, that's nearly as much as you've like to get a box. corporate, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could go out there and do a function oh, for I'm them, sure couldn't I? you could, Anthony, but, but you'd have to do it from outside the bar. Yeah. You'd have to yell it. i just do it for love. I wouldn't care. Just, oh. to, just as a service. Oh, my God. But then, of course, all the fans... Is that what you nickname money, love? Mate... 
No, I don't. I don't. I, you know, Gordon, I is don't that, do things. Is that your nickname? You know what? I've just sort of broken down yeah. your code. Mm. Your nickname for money's love because you just do a lot of things yeah. for love. No, I hate money, mate. I just come here so I can spend the weekend with you. There's nothing <laughs> I want more than to pick you up from the airport and drive you to Penrith and down to Wollongong and everything. But, but obviously, if it goes into next year hoops, they can get the families out here and do it the right way. Well, they're trying, Tom, and some of the New Zealand Warriors players at the moment, if their partners have Australian passports, they've been allowed to bring their families over. But that's the reason why players like Ken Mamalo and Went David Fusatua mm. opted to go back was because uh, they were, uh, yeah. there, were, there were a lot of challenges around not being able to return home. It's not that simple either, just say, oh, we'll bring the kids over as well, no. because they're at school. Yep. Yeah, I know. I, there's, I, yeah. there's talk that the Storm are actually looking at, at Perhaps they they might be in a similar state to the the Warriors, and that there are some of the families there are actually looking at putting their kids in school next year in in Queensland for a right. year. Sunshine mm. Coast Storm, yeah, wow. Because I know the Players Association are looking at that very like they're going through it all at the moment. Just the whether the what are the chances whether they have to stay out here next season, what what not, and, and how that sort of looks, and how they can try and make that as easy as possible on the players. So it's a lot to. Consider the other part too is the uh, the off season where they're going to be training over the off season more than likely still in a COVID mm. state and so therefore they're going to have to do all their their hard grueling training up in Queensland and still away from family so there's a lot to consider. Yeah, it's very interesting. You keep an eye on that. Now the other thing, the other part of this Nathan Brown thing three and Nathan will be in after three about three thirty something. We'll be able to talk to Nathan about that. But Gus Gould is now a part of this as well. He's going to have an overseeing role, I assume, something like he was doing in Penrith, although obviously Gus won't be based, uh, you know, he'd be based here in Sydney. But that might be good because we could see what Gus has done in junior development at, at Penrith. We can see it every week. They've got just riches and outside backs and, and back rowers, haven't they now, Penrith? So hopefully They've also got the, the Australia's biggest junior nursery. nursery yeah. So, mm. like, if you can't pull a few good players out of it, then you, you're not really trying. Mm. Oh, look, I, I think you're better off asking Brownie what he's going to do and how it's going to work because I, I think we're all fascinated as, as rugby league fans how the, that will work. Yeah. Hoops, you got any insight on that, mate? Well, they're saying it's going to be pathways uh, and also player development. So Gus was, uh, he had applied to be a player agent and was planning on going down that road. Then he was linked to that job at the NRL, which obviously caused a, a lot of controversy because Gus has got a lot of critics out there and they were adamant that he was going to be too conflicted if you allowed him um, to work for headquarters and then have all these other various roles within the game. He obviously also works for Channel 9 as one of their main commentators every week. Uh, But from a Warriors point of view, he's going to be working at setting up the Pathways program, so trying to ensure that – because there's so much gun talent over there in New Zealand, Mm. but often some of the better Australian clubs have become very adept at going over, finding your Sonny Bill Williams and your Roger Tuovasasheks and those types of players and enticing them to come over and join an Australian system rather than them remaining – in New Zealand and with the Warriors. So mm. I would say that will be one of his first jobs is trying to make sure that they don't lose their best kids. What do you what do you make of the fact that they are um uh the Gould has taken the, the Warriors job after basically teasing the NRL along that he's gonna come in and fix this and do that and the NRL got took the bait and now Gould at the first real job offer has just said, Right, no, I'm not doing any of that now, I'm gonna move on. 
So has he definitely put the pen through? He can't do anything at well, the NRL I, I now. Find, Surely well, you can't do that if you've already taken well, this gig. Well, you, you've got to be careful. I think if you have, uh, at what point does it become a? That, does it actually become a conflict? Mm, mm. That's what the NRL's got to determine. If they believe there could be a conflict, if there's any potential for a conflict, trust me, rugby league will find it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's the history of the game. It's the, it's the nature. Well, Peter so he's Volandis, not going to do the NRL job anymore. Is that what you're saying? Well, that he well won't you do... wouldn't you wouldn't think he'd be able to, Gordon, if he's taken on this gig, and it seems like it's there's a fair bit of depth to it at the New Zealand Warriors. You couldn't see how he could do that, Channel Nine, and then also work for the NRL as well. Yeah, well, if the Warriors have offered him more than what the NRL, well, it's human nature, isn't it, for him to take the money? Jeez, they must, have, they must have deep pockets then because I, I, I think the NRL was going to put together a pretty significant offer. And, you know, Peter Volandis has gone on the record a number of times saying he's not mm. going to apologise about the fact that he speaks to Phil Gould on a regular basis. He, he's obviously got a wealth of knowledge in relation to the game and he believed that he could make a valuable contribution mm. to NRL headquarters. All right, Brownie will be in after three, so stick around if you want to know what Brownie's going to do at the Warriors, uh, how Gus will be involved. Brownie will have all the answers. And you'll hear it right here where the Gold Coast Titans lead the Cowboys 14-0 with uh, six minutes and a half to go till halftime. That's for tyre power. But when we return, it's Hoops, it's Kenny, it's Gordy Tallis. It's that great segment we like to call Pub Trivia as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday's Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. The Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. Well, Gold Coast Titans 20, North Queensland Cowboys nil. Four minutes or four and a half minutes till half time. And Gold Coast lead that game by 20 points to nil on the tyre power scoreboard. Let's do this. Welcome to Maroons Trivia Night. And welcome back to it. The Trivia Night continues today. We've jackpotted the money for the vending machine. You now get $6 if you win, which means you can have anything from the vending machine. Wow. You can have snakes. You can have pick and mix. You can have one of those big cookies. What's pick and mix? Pick and mix. It's uh, like a, a mixture of great of uh, sultanas and cashews. Mm. Yeah, like sounds, all healthy yeah, stuff. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Or you can have anything you want. It's a smorgasbord. You've got $6. Knock yourself out. Wow. $6 cash to spend in the vending machine. <laughs> your name is your buzzer, and you've won it once, haven't you, Hoops? Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. How many times have you won it, uh, Paul? <laughs> Ten. Know. What about you, Gordon? You've won going. it a couple of times. Once or twice. Once or, yeah, right. Well, let's see how you go. These it must ones. have been when Kenty wasn't here. Their general knowledge. Your name is your buzzer. Question number one. You've got to pick a pocket or two comes from what musical? You've got to pick a pocket or two. Paul. Yes, Paul. Oliver. <laughs> He's done it. It's 1-0. I'm glad I it's don't know the answer. Though. It's 1-0. Okay. Question number two. Um, in what U.S., in what state is the city of Detroit? Paul. Paul. In Illinois, what? Detroit, five. You said Illinois. I, yeah. Yes. Well, he's lost Sorry. his point. It's uh, Michigan. It's Michigan, it's Michigan, where they make cars. Yeah. Yes, they make cars over there. I knew that. So now it's nil all. And the next question will be: In the eighties, Michael J. Fox was a regular on what TV show? Paul. Yes, Paul. Family Ties. Family Ties. Is your buzzer working, Hoops? <laughs> yep. Is your buzzer working, Gordon? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. It's just on delay. It's just on delay. It's, on delay. Yeah. 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 it's Gary Girdler's 
Buzzer <laughs> working. <laughs> yeah, Gary Girdler's bard from the Sunday show. Yeah, didn't you give it to him? Midweek at Midweek at Campbell. Fancy very gu- oh. heavy. That's a very heavy Is go. it? Is that... That really... Well, actually, you stole that line off me. Oh, I know yeah. I did, yeah. You said it the other day. I didn't even know what it meant. I had to ask <laughs> what it meant. Right, here we go. Complete this slogan. It's moments like these you need. Paul. Who? Yes, Paul. <sighs> Minties. Minties. Now, does anyone know what the score is? Is it 1-0? Uh, yeah, no, it's 1-0. 2-0. Well, he, hang on, he had... He yeah, got he, one, but he lost he one. He lost one, three. Yeah. Have you? You got three so far. Well, yeah, so yeah, they, you're two. Yeah. Right, uh, come on, you blokes. The others haven't answered one yet. I know. What fruit? I would have got Michigan, but you jumped the gun. What fruit is what you got to do? Jump in quicker. What fruit is on the lid of the men's Wimbledon trophy? What fruit is on the lid? Gordy. Paul. Yes, Gordy. Uh, strawberries? No, Great. not strawberries. Great. It's uh, pineapple. So, so <laughs> really? Yeah. The answer's a pineapple. The answer's, the answer's a pineapple. pineapple. It's Literally. still two, on the lead. Oh, two yeah, zero yeah. zero. There you go. What's the relevance of that, Anthony? Can I just change? Um, I don't because know, it, mate. Oh, because the same colour as money, pineapples. Hey, mate. I, have you know? I've not. It's personal, but my lobster, my business has suffered <laughs> quite significantly ghost. in this COVID nineteen. As you know, it's an events based business. Uh, around wonderful establishments like Bankstown RSL and Wenty and all that, and you know. Mm. Anyway, it's twenty nil. The Gold Coast lead the Cowboys. What else do we need to give a plug for Rocket Industries? Who while we're at it? Who is the octopus friend on the Wiggles? Who is the octopus friend on the Wiggles? Gordy. You're Gordy. Henry? Henry! <laughs> 2 1. <laughs> 2 1. Uh, uh, if you can tell us all about young kids, eh? Hey. hey, mate, listen, Anthony the Wiggle yeah. is a massive tiger. He should have got that wrong. I saw one of them down Coogee Bay Road the other day. Did you? I think it was Murray. The Put Wiggles. On a stack of weight, yeah. <laughs> Put on a stack yeah. of weight. All right, here we go. Wait, no one goes without getting sledged on this show. <laughs> no, absolutely. But normal, as long as I know they can't, they're not listening. Uh, <laughs> Phillip Island. Phillip Island is closest to what Aussie city? Paul. Paul. Melbourne. And there he goes. He's won $6. Let's bend in the vending machine. Paul, would you like to take the $6 and go or let a jackpot to $9 and come back next week? <laughs> I think I'll come back, Anthony. <laughs> All right. Come back. <laughs> Your chance to play for $9. And when we return, we'll talk about the Melbourne Storm uh, Doggies game. Gold Coast 20, Cowboys nil as Triple M rocks the footy. Triple M Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. Still the Gold Coast Titans lead the Cowboys 20 points to nil at halftime. Haven't they come along in leaps and bounds in the last couple of weeks? Oh, listen to you. What what do you mean? you just wrap the Gold Coast? Yeah, I love the Gold Coast. You've spent the last five years of of your career putting the slipper into them. No, I only do that just because of Gordy. I love the the area of the Gold Coast, so why wouldn't I like to see them win? Oops. Well, like I said, you've spent the last five seasons. Mm. Every opportunity you get, it's open sesame. I don't, I don't, bad they I don't know that that's true. I don't know that you that's true. You took Joy Arrow on on air and said if they won five straight, you'd, you'd get, get breast, breast implants. Well, breast did they win five straight? Well, they might go on well, a run on. after yeah, this mate, victory yeah, over the Cowboys. It's not a never-ending bet. Like, yes, the it bet's is. Over. You said if. You never I said, said from round oh, five listen, to round ten, you know from what? round ten okay. to round fifteen. You know what? I've changed my mind. I hope they lose every game again. 
There you go. How do you like that? And I hope they get punted out of the comp too. How do you like that? Hey? No, that's How do you like that? They've ruined that many careers. Of God, whatever happened to Shannon Boyd? Where is he? Well, mate, they'll be all right once Tino and David Fafita well, get who knows, next season. Mate? Who knows? We've said that Justin before, haven't Holbrook we? Looks like he can coach too. We said that when Rambo Ronnie Gibbs went there 35 years ago. He did too. We said that when you were a big Philadelphia. Phil Economides fan. Well, when Phil Economides there, he got him to the finals, didn't he? He now coaches Belgrade Red Star. Does he really? Yes. There you go. Where That's are they? Put that in Maroon's pub trivia. Yeah. There you go. Belgrade Red Star. He's over there. Yeah. Or he's coaching them via Zoom like everything else in the world now. Oh, you may as well. All right. Uh, probably Melbourne, over there coaching him via Zoom. Melbourne Storm 41 beat the uh, beat the uh, Doggies yesterday but, uh, 41 points to 10. Now, how did you see the game, boys? Obviously, they got they, – they just let – they just let them – off to a good start. Melbourne were away to 16 nil before you blinked, and then from that point, Melbourne, uh, the doggies were never going to, never going to bring them back. Addo Carr scored a couple of great tries and intercept. Doesn't he just take off, Gordy, when he intercepts the great Josh Addo Carr? Yeah, absolutely. Melbourne are just so professional, and uh, the the dogs had a pretty good couple of weeks leading into the game, and um, obviously all their efforts sort of went out the window. But Melbourne, uh, the injury to um, to Munster, I don't know how bad it is. Uh, after the game, he said it was a grade two carry on more than a grade two strain. So, you know, uh, with no Cameron Smith, I thought that they might have sort of fell off the wagon a little bit, Melbourne, but they're just so clinical, aren't they? They're just so well coached and they're going to be hard to beat. They're going to be really hard to beat. I think they've won seven of their last eight and and we, we and no one talks about it. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it, Gordy? Nobody really – and they just hover around second, third, fourth. They just hover around there. Then at finals time, they're in the top four and it's a whole different competition. Yeah, well, Brownie, who's obviously, you know, in the coach and he, he sort of went through the teams with me one day and he said, you know, the Raiders with their loss of players and injuries, well – you know, would Raiders last year beat, you know, beat the Raiders this year and all those sides? And he reckons Penrith would and, you know, Melbourne would be one of those teams that are just so consistent. They just would sort of made it be a great game between those two sides every year, you know, and Parramatta would beat. But, you know, you look at the grand finalists, it's um, as in the Raiders and the Roosters, you'd have to say that they're probably a little bit weaker than where they were last year because of their injuries and obviously the Roosters have lost, you know, Cooper Cronk and Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, I think the big question for the Storm this weekend, Gordy, was how they were going to go without Cameron Smith. And then obviously Cameron Munster, crucially, also uh, went off with what looks as though he's going to be missing for a couple of weeks Mm. with a knee injury. Um, So they face the Roosters now Thursday night. Uh, So that'll be a real litmus test. We'll get a real indication on exactly how they are going to go um, without two of their superstar players. Roosters are obviously also down on troops at the moment, uh, but still finding ways to win. I thought they were terrific against St. George Illawarra Thursday night. Mm, what about the dogs? Are they now, uh, uh, it seems they are resigned to losing Adam Elliott. Oh, I don't think they're resigned. No, I, I, um, I think that they're just starting to get back into the fight. Actually, I mm-hmm. think there's a chance they look like they're going to lose him, but I think that they're, they're coming back now. They they realise how important he is to the team, mm. and he is vital. I, I, I think Adam Elliott's a a quality player, and he's mm. certainly the sort of player care to be need. Like the reason you don't let him go is because if he does, then you've got to go into market to find a player like him. Yep, and you'll be paying overs to get that player to come to your club. So keep Adam Elliott there. Yeah. Pay him a little bit more now. Don't go have to go in the market and, and hope that you find the right guy where you're going to be paying more for. Especially mm. when it was only a couple of weeks ago they had to let Corey Harrow and Ira go to the Raiders. Yeah. Now to lose a player of Adam Elliott's 
ability as well. That'd be a huge blow for Trent Barrett yeah. for next year. So where do you think, boys, the doggies need to look at some, you know, rebuilding? Obviously, Hopperwadi's... Everywhere. But Hopperwadi's a big yeah. loss, isn't he? But then they, they do seem to have a lot of outside backs that they change position a lot. Key position players, Anthony, is first and foremost what the Bulldogs need. Gordon spoke about it earlier. You've got to find a quality number nine. With all due respect to Jeremy Marshall King and Sione Katoa, um, they're not at that elite level. They're not going to make the finals with those blokes... Mm. Um, playing there and then they need to figure out what's happening in relation to Kieran Foran is he going to remain they need to find a halves partner for him perhaps that's Blake Green who that would mean it would be Greeny's eighth club uh, because he's obviously only just joined Newcastle over the course of the last week Um, they're the decisions that they've got to make Got a fair tracksuit collection, yeah. hasn't he? Blake yeah. Green. Half well, actually, the teams. You know what? The other player that I reckon that they'll have a red hot crack at is young Matt Burton out at Penrith. Yeah, good player. Kid from Dubbo, um, you know, big, wiry, strong, uh, a Trent Barrett style of a of a five eighth. And look, he can't get a go at the Panthers at the moment. They're obviously on top of the comp, um, haven't had injuries in his position, and he's got Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, and then also Tyrone May on the bench. I think ahead it's certainly of that he'll go. Yeah, and so I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll say that I, I actually think there was a promise made that from Trent Barrett that he wouldn't take any Panther players with him to Canterbury. And a, a gentleman's agreement, it all looks great on the surface. But if I'm Ivan Cleary, I'm allowing him to take Matt Burton because Matt Burton's not going to stay and play State Cup behind those guys. At some point, Ivan, it's nice to have them all, but some club will pay Matt Burton first grade money which the Panthers just simply won't be able to afford if they're not playing him in first grade. Mm. So uh, from a Penrith point of view, the smart plays let him go to Canterbury because he won't hurt you at Canterbury, certainly not in the near future. Yeah, you, you, Penrith will play Canterbury for the next five years and, and win nine out of ten games. Mm. So he's not going Matt Burton's not going to hurt Penrith at Canterbury, whereas if Matt Burton says, okay, well, I'm, I'm not getting a start here. I'll go to another club. And then suddenly, the, you know, for example, the Storm, who are still moving around with their hearts, figuring out what to do there, say, well, mate, come in, we'll give you a crack at halfback. If he goes down there and it works, suddenly Matt Burton can then hurt Penrith. So I, I, I would be saying, mate, go to Canterbury with, with Trent with our blessing. Mm. All right. Uh, it's 20 nil halftime. Gold Coast lead the Cowboys. This is where we say goodbye to you, Paul. Thank you, Anthony. And it's we'll, been a great day. I've enjoyed it. And we, we'll enjoy ca- your $6, Paul. Uh, no, I've, I've carried over. For the I've carried oh, over. Yeah. I've gambled. Gordon, oh, well. double up. Well, I haven't doubled Pulled up. It's maroon competitions. Mm. You can't double up. You, you, you're 50% yeah. up. <laughs> but yeah, that's all right. Look, I, a tough times. He's got no cash jobs. You can't call yeah. pull a there's, crowd there's at the nothing, moment, there's so nothing. there's no work mm. for him. So nine bucks. I, I I know what sort of contribution that is from you. Well, it's a couple of Mars bars and a Pepsi, Coke Zero, uh, hundred pick and mix. Mm. Yeah, we, as we've turned out, it's called what hoops. It wasn't the pick and mix. It, uh, there was something else that you're actually talking about. Yeah, I don't know what I was talking about today. Yeah, I'm but, worried mate, about you, Anthony. W- you accused me earlier about Persian rugs. I'm starting to worry about what you're getting up to on a Sunday. Oh, I'm evening. just not getting any sleep. The grandkids are there. NRL 360, that award-winning show that stars you and the great Ben Iken, and I've t- sometimes they call you in hoops when they're desperate. 
But do you come up good on the telly? Have you ever had a start there? Have they, have they got have a, you ever had a no, start they, there? No, I can't okay, get a start on the telly. Yeah. Maroon, have you ever been on television other than RBT? Australia's <laughs> <laughs> most wanted. <laughs> mate, I was on Win TV Wollongong, mate, I'll have you know. I was yeah. on Win TV Wollongong. But oh, what I'll do what? is, see, I'll speak to the wardrobe department at Fox League to, while we're over there today, and I'll see if they can't find a jacket that fits you while I'm over there. Cause, no, they've just given me a bigger one, mate. Right, so, that's nice. Yeah, appreciate okay. it. Because yeah. you did, did need a bigger one. Anyway, we'll catch you on 360. And we'll take a break and we'll come back with uh, Nathan Brown joining us after three to talk about his uh, new job at the Warriors as Triple M rocks the footy. Triple M Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.